Praise the Lord. Today we shall be looking at the topic a gambler. But before we proceed, I would like us to pray together. Ancient of days, the I am, the I am, the Holy One of Israel. We pray, O Lord, for an understanding of today's lesson. We pray for an insight. We pray, O Lord, that you give us wisdom to know you more, so we not walk out of your will and your contest, Lord. Father, Lord, we pray that at the end of this lesson, we shall all have an insight and have reasons to thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Our anchor verse will be found in Romans 12, verses 2, and it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, an acceptable and perfect will of God. Praise the Lord. The topic we are looking at today is a gambler. A gambler. And who is a gambler? Or what? A gambler is one that takes decisions without consultation. A gambler is one that takes risks without proper consultation. A gambler is one that does, that does things without making any research at all. A one that just takes an action without anything and whatever he gets is contented with that. Now, if you look at the world today, we discover that many people in the world are gamblers. Many people in the world are gamblers. I know that you'll be wondering that how are they gamblers? Many people take decisions without proper consultation. They don't, they don't consult God before taking anything. That is why the Bible says in Hosea 4, verses 6, that people are destroyed because, they, because lack of knowledge. Because lack of knowledge. In this world that we are, it is not good that you take any decision without consulting God. Because God has plan for everyone. Everybody has a God has plan for everyone. Irrespective of your position, your size, there is a plan. God has a plan for you. And that is why it is not good to take decision without confirming from God. Like I said before, a gambler is one that takes decision without confirmation. And what is what, what is that need to confirm? With, before you take any step in life, it is very important that we seek. God's fix. We seek God's direction. God, I want to do this. Direct me. Now, before we move on, we shall look at some verses in the Bible. Let's look at our father, Abraham. Abraham. We shall look at Abraham that, in the book of Genesis. Abraham was living in Haran. Now, we get to know that God directed him to leave his father's land. God has the capability of blessing him where he was. In heaven, but because it is in God's plan that he, he has to leave his father's land, that is why Adam left and um, Abraham left his father's house. And we're told that Abraham went with lots. And if you look at the chapter 13 of the verse, Abraham and Lot had argument, but their servant had argument. And we're told that they both separated. Abraham has to tell him that okay, let us separate since your so that the sort of peace could reign among us. But Abraham gave Lot the opportunity to choose 
whatever that he, the path that he wants to go to. But if you look at that same verse, and in verses 10, that is um, Genesis chapter 13, verse 10, and Lot lifted up his eyes and behold all the plain of Judah, Jordan, and it was well watered every, everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Even in the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zohar. Then, in chapter, verses 11, Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot joined east, and they separated themselves, the one from the other. So, John was, actually, Lot was moved by what he saw. He was moved by seeing a place that is blessed because it's so watered and it looks so charming to him. The same things are applicable to all of us, to, to most of us. We get to, to we get to choose something by mere looking at it. Now, not knowing that that thing that we have chosen without even consulting God. And what happened to Jordan, to, to Lot? We're told that he met, he went to Sodom and Gomorrah there. And this happened before Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. And at the end of the day, we're told that Sodom and Gomorrah was later destroyed and it lost everything there. I pray today that we won't lose things that God has given to us in Jesus' name. Now, if you look at that same verse, Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent towards Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. He never knew. Lot never knew. What is awaiting him from that thing? So he was just looking at a place that is so beautiful. A place that he thinks is a place with milk and honey. But not knowing that there is a problem for him awaiting him there. Now if you look at that same, in that same chapter, in verses 14 of um, Genesis 13, it says, And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lot was separated from him, lift up. Now on thy eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward and southward, and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it unto thy seed forever. And in verse 16, and I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. God blessed him. God blessed him. God blessed him because he was following the direction of God. He wasn't moved by what he's seen. He wasn't moved by what he's saying. Many of us choose by what we see. We decide to make decision by what we are seeing without even consulting God. Now, if you do that, you are a gambler. A gambler is one that takes decision without consulting God. Anything that one is doing on earth, it is very important. You see God's face, you ask God, should I go on this? You ask him in the place of prayer. That is why if you look at Matthew 6, 10, it says, let thy will be done as it is in heaven, so shall it be done on earth. Whatever that anyone wants to become must be established in heaven first, before to showcase on earth. That is why before you can be blessed spiritually, before you can be blessed physically, you say, you have to be blessed spiritually. So all these are what man is meant, man and woman is meant to put into consideration. Whatever thing you achieve outside the will and plan of God concerning your life is poisonous and will definitely affect you negatively. And it is not all poison. 
that kill or destroy something. Many of us have achieved something outside God's will. Definitely there will be a problem. There will be a problem. So whatever we do outside God's will, we are gambling. That is why if you look at the church today, or look at the world in general, we seem to have 90% are struggling. Why 10% have achieved? All these are because these people have tend to, they tend to follow God's direction. A gambler is one that takes decisions without consulting that. Though, at times, he may take a right decision. That is why you observe that among the gamblers in the world, only few are successful. Only few are successful. And that is why it's very important as Christians that we are not meant to be gambling, to be gamblers. If you gamble, then you'll be the one to suffer it because God has given us the wisdom to take decisions. Whatever we want to do in life, it's very important we seek God's face. We seek God's face. Another example is found in the book of Ruth, where Elimelech and his wife Ruth and his wife Naomi, they left their, their, their country and went to Moab because they think that Moab is good. They think that the economy there is good. But what happened? The Elimelech lost his life and even his two children, Malon and Kilion, they both died there. And the woman became a widow. All this they did without consulting God. When you take decision without consulting God, then you suffer it. When you take any decision without consulting God, you suffer it. And if you look at Ruth verses 4, from 14 to 17, it was when Ruth, when Naomi and Ruth came back to that place they left before, that things became to go well. So if you don't take that, that, that right decision, you are meant to suffer it. So I don't know the position you are now. Are you, did you take that position out of God's plan or will? You're a gambler, but you have an opportunity to seek God's face in prayer, Lord. Any decision I've taken outside your plan, direct me so I can go back. Because you have to go back to it. If you don't, you will continue to suffer it. There are some people who suffer irrespective of your status in Christ. Even if you're a born again Christian, you must follow the will of God. Because God's, God has a plan for you. And you cannot change God's plan because I'm in your life. No. You cannot change God's plan. So you have to seek God's face. Lord, what is your plan for me? If you look at the anchor verse today in um, Romans 12, verses 2, it says, Do not be conformed. Don't need to follow the pattern of this world. Don't need to follow the pattern of organization or even some places that you found yourself. You need to seek God's face. God, what is your plan concerning me? What is your plan concerning me? Elimelech and Naomi left their hometown. Many of us love to live in the city. Not without consulting God. And let me ask a question. You see all people that live in the city that are successful? There are people living in the villages that are more successful than people in the city. So that is why as Christians, we must ask God, what is your plan for me? I do say it all the time that a fool at 40 is not only one that is not successful. No, a fool at 40 is one that lacks the plan of God concerning his or life, you are in age 40 upward or even below.
You don't know God's plan concerning your life. That means you're a gambler. You are a gambler. And a gamb- most gambler end up in wretched life. I pray that you don't end up in wretchedness in Jesus' name. I pray that you don't end up a pooper in the name of Jesus. So that is why this message is talking to you. To seek God's face. Do not follow the pattern of this world. Do not follow the way people are doing their own thing. You need to ask God, God, what plan did you have for me? Because the day God created you, He has a plan for you. He has what He has programmed for you. So it is when you are in that pattern, then you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. If you go outside God's plan, you can never achieve that thing that God has, has planned for you. I pray that you not be in that decision in Jesus' name. I pray that whatever that you are doing, you do it according to God's plan in Jesus' name. So that is why we are using this message to appeal to everyone listening to seek God's face. What is the plan you have for me? What do you want me to do in my life? Where did you want me to live? Which church do you want me to attend? You look at churches these days. How many people are successful in church that you are going? It doesn't matter the popularity of that church. What matters is, is are you taken the church by God? Is that church in God's plan for you? I pray God give us understanding in Jesus' name. So please, we should know that we must do things according to God's plan and direction. There are so many people that have taken long plan and found themselves dead. Elimelech died. His two sons died. It was when Naomi went back to where she left before that the glory of God began to shine in her life. I said that earlier. So that's why as Christians, it is very important. We take any decision we are taking, we must seek God's face. God, what is your plan for me? What is your plan for me? Where do you want me to live? What did you want me to do? Irrespective of your education. The question is, is it all doctors that are successful? Is it all professors that are successful? Is it all pastors that are successful? No. The answer is automatically no. So if you leave God's contest as good as the profession that you are doing is, you will not get the result there. It is not a cause. It is not in God's plan. It is not in God's plan. When you leave God's plan, you lack vision. You lack insight. You lack lemma. Because you are not in that plan that God has, has, has fixed you. I pray that God gives us understanding in Jesus' name. And you cannot achieve this without being a born-again Christian. Because the Bible says that the prayer of a sinner is an abomination to God. So I want to appeal to you if you are listening to this broadcast. And you are not a born-again Christian. Just seek as God. Lord Jesus, forgive my sins. Have mercy upon me. Write my name in the book of life. And remove my name from the book of death. From now onward, Lord, as I pray, answer my prayer. And so shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. And as a Christian, the first thing you need to seek, start seeking, begin to ask him, God, what plan did you have for me? What is your plan concerning my life? I know you don't, I was not created by accident. I was created on this earth for a reason and purpose. For a reason and purpose. It does not matter how long you live in life. Jesus lived for just 33 years. And over 2,000 years we are talking about him. Made may live for many years, but without any achievements. I pray you not live like that in Jesus' name. 
So we must live a life of achievement. And you can only achieve when you are in line with God's plan. I pray God help you in Jesus' name. So you can take that pray, pray, little prayer, prayer. Lord, what is your plan concerning my life? What is your plan? Lord, reveal your plan to me. Lord, reveal your plan to me. And I pray that as you go on with this prayer, Heavenly Father in heaven will reveal this plan for you in Jesus' name. And I and you hack into it and get results as quick as possible in Jesus' name. And so shall it be in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening and be blessed and begin to get lemma, begin to get insight, begin to get plans of God in your life. In Jesus' name, Amen.